This is Deacon Pat coming to you from the Catholic Journey. Well, can you believe we're already to the second Sunday of Advent? Boy, time is sure going by fast. Hey, we had, uh, Liz and I had uh, just a wonderful encounter the other day. Uh, we had uh, Father Victor, who's visiting from Guatemala. He's the local pastor um, in San Lucas Talamon, the small little town. I call it a village, but I guess it's more of a town. Um, right on the edge of Lake Atitlan in northern west, northwest Guatemala. And that's the small town where Liz and I lived as missionaries. And uh, so Father Victor is the pastor of the church there. And he came out for a two-week visit. And uh, we're just having a wonderful time with him. And um, it was so delightful. He had him over for dinner uh, the other night. And uh, we reflected uh, on, on really life on in 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 San Lucas in in Guatemala and how it's so much different than it is here and how it's very simple and uh, and it brought back a lot of memories about Christmas for me um, a few years ago when we were uh, missionaries there and living in San Lucas it was one of the most delightful Christmas. Uh, Advent and Christmas times that we've ever had, you know, it's it's not a tradition uh, in Guatemala to uh, to exchange presents at Christmas like it is here in the United States, um, and I think in some ways that's kind of taken over the whole season is is the rush of the shopping and trying to find the f- perfect present, and I think that in itself is not a bad thing. Um, we care for people, want to give to people. That uh, show to show them how much uh, their relationship means to us, but um, but sometimes I think we, um, that overtakes really the the spirituality of what Advent and Christmas is all about. But anyway, in in Guatemala, that's not uh, part of their culture there, and to exchange presents and uh, what is the most uh, meaningful thing for them is just to spend time together. And it's so funny because when I would. Part of my ministry there was I, I was a streetwalker. <laughs> That's what I called myself. I would get up in the morning and I would uh, just take off and I'd start walking the streets. I'd walk into the mountains and and uh, you know San Lucas is a very unique place. It's um it's a very poor area of Guatemala, but it's uh, one of the most beautiful places in the world. I think National Geographic many years ago had an article of. Um, the top 10 most beautiful places that there is in the world. And uh, one of the, on the top 10 list was uh, Lake Atitlan. And this is San Lucas lives right on the edge of this lake. It's a beautiful um, high altitude lake. It's a, it's a mile high in Guatemala and it's surrounded by volcanoes and it's all tropical around there. And um, around the lake, there are 12, small towns, each named from the name of an apostle. And San Lucas Talamon is St. Luke. And, um, and in that town, um, it's very simple. There are no, uh, you know, supermarkets. They, they line the streets, uh, twice a week with, uh, I guess what we would call like a farmer's market, but that is their market. So people will come in and they will lay out their blankets and, 
and on top of the blankets, you know, they'll put their shoes and their clothing and their toothpaste and their plastic little baskets or wicker baskets. There'll be big baskets full of like fish and there'll be chickens there, live chickens. And, uh, and then you do your shopping and it's, uh, it's just a beautiful, um, experience there. But anyway, when I would do my street walking and I'd be walking the streets, <laughs> um, I would, uh, ask people, you know, what, what are you looking forward to for Christmas? And, um, I didn't know what to expect when I'd ask those questions, but the, the remarkable thing was, is I would receive the same, almost always the same response. And, and I'd say, what, what are you looking forward towards for Christmas? And people would say, tamales that they would they're looking forward to the tamales because that's a big tradition there is that they make tamales and for you that are familiar with the tamales from the mexican culture the guatemalan culture is much different than that um i think sometimes people just uh, assume that guatemalans are like mexicans for the food and some of the traditions but that is not true they're a much different uh, culture the food is much different so their tamales um, there's a whole process in making these tamales and and we lived with a local family there and which which was wonderful because um, being part of that family uh, we are also just uh, really um, just enculturated into the 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 traditions and the routine of daily life there and and so we, we're living with root and beto was their name and um and toita was the aunt that lived on the property as well um, it was a very modest uh, place that we lived but anyway the preparation starts gosh probably about a week before you know shopping for all the things that you need for the tamales the making of the tamales is actually a three-day process and you have to find the right banana leaves and then you have to clean the banana leaves because the tamale is actually made <clears throat> and it's put in uh, into the banana leaf and then wrapped very carefully in that large banana leaf and and then it's tied with a piece of string and then um, there's a whole process of how do you make the ingredients of the tamales as well but then you you make all these little they're almost like little packages I call them and I think they made a hundred of them and um, in in preparing for Christmas and all the ladies of the house kind of gathered and lined up around the table and they all had their chore in the process of almost this, uh, I guess, assembly line of making these tamales. And um, when it was when it was all said and done, we had these hundred of a hundred of these tamales that were in these little packages that were tied with string around these banana leaves. And then there was this huge pot kind of reminded me of what you would see in um, like cartoons for like uh a witch's brew pot. Now, don't get the wrong connotation there. It's nothing to do with witches or anything. But do you remember, like in in uh, in like cartoons, you'd see those big pots that they would be making their brews in or whatever. But anyway, they had this huge pot, bigger than I've ever seen before, and uh, and and it was outside of the house, and and they gathered wood together, and and they made. Um, they made a fire and they put the pot on the fire and then they put all these tamales, a hundred of them in that pot. And then they cooked. I can't remember how long they cooked them for, but it was a long time. And um, anyway, this was this whole process that went on for three days. And then at Christmas time, we had these delicious tamales that were 
Uh, it's almost indescribable in some ways because they had a different texture, a different taste, um, but they were just so delightful. And I think part of it also was just the love and the care that you know that went into making this creation. And this was the gift. That was the gift for Christmas is that on, uh, you know, on Christmas Eve, we'd go down to the, the parish and, um, and the parish there in Guatemala is a little bit different than what we're used to for Catholic parishes. You know, our lives are so full with so many activities and so many distractions and so many things that are going on. But in, in, a, in a much slower culture, it's different. The, the parish there is really the hub of the town. It's really also the hub of kind of the social life there as well. So on Christmas Eve, everybody, you know, um, nobody has cars there. So you walk, you walk, you know, the streets until you get to the, uh, the parish. Well, on Christmas Eve, everybody, you know, gathers for mass and beautiful mass and the parish is just over, over full with people and such a delightful, you know, gathering. And then after mass, you, you go home and, and uh, everybody gathers around and and there's little you know traditional kind of drinks to have and and then they break out the tamales and we start enjoying the tamales and and the gentleman beto that we lived with he had a bottle of of rum um because they call it ron there but uh rum and he must have had this bottle for about 10 years and he's that a lot of the Guatemalans don't drink alcohol uh, very much, but he, he would break out. He broke out this bottle and poured us all a tiny little shot of it. And it was the one time a year where uh, he would break out uh, the Rhone and uh, and and share it with the the intimate people around him that's gathered at Christmas time, and to have the one to sip the tiny little shot. Um, and the bottle was half full and I'm just guessing he's had it for, you know, I don't know, six, seven, eight, ten years. I don't know. Cause it's a very little bit of that, that, that they share, but it was such a delightful experience because that was it there. You know, it was very simple and it was, it was less about the relation or about, um, items of giving as it was just the relationship and experiencing, you know, just the power and the thankfulness of, of having people in your life that you love and that you care for and that you can do things for and and be the recipient of their love as well. And I thought it was so delightful. The other thing I just came to my mind is is the thing that uh, was so fun of, of the Advent season is is uh, is in the few the week prior to Christmas. Um, each night they would have a little parade that would go through the town and and the little tuk-tuks, those are the little taxis. They're, they're kind of like a, a motorcycle that has a shell around it. And uh, there was a driver on the front. And in the back, there was a bench seat. And um, they're called tuk-tuks. And they would decorate them with lights. And, and uh, there would be little you know, people marching. And, and they would go through town. And they would go a different street each night and there would be a gathering place. There'd be a variety of people that would volunteer their house, uh, for kind of the procession or the parade to kind of lead people towards. And then when people arrived at the house, uh, there'd be very, something very simple, like, um, just, just to, you know, kind of comply with hospitality. They would have, um, kind of a, like a Kool-Aid drink 
just very, very simple. And they would offer that to the people, you know, who would come. And again, it wasn't about what you were going to receive or, or, you know, the, the, the significance of how much something might cost or a gift because it was, gosh, it was Kool-Aid that you were receiving. But it was the idea that, um, that we were celebrating. We were celebrating Advent. We were celebrating the anticipation of Christ, you know, returning to us. Uh, in the beginning, celebrating, you know, that Christ did come to us, um, you know, in his incarnate, you know, form, but then also the anticipation that Christ will come again. But um, it was those little processions and those gatherings and this sharing. The gift actually was the sharing of ourselves with each other. And um, it was just so delightful and so simple and brought back those those memories. And, and with having Father Victor here, it, it brings me right back, you know, to uh, to those thoughts and it warms my heart. Well, I wanted to share just those little uh, kind of pondering of ideas aloud with you. And I hope you have a wonderful Advent and, and try your very best to um, keep things in balance. Uh, that, yes, you might go out and do your shopping and, and care about finding that special gift for somebody. But at the same time, you remember that the true gift in life is really our faith and our relationship with Christ that he did come to show us the way and to free us, you know, from the bondage of uh, that original sin that we had and gave us the opportunity to become Christians and the opportunity to live in his way. Um, and that uh, the gifts of friendship that we have in our life is really the most precious thing that we have. So if you could uh, cultivate those friendships and um, as I will try to do today as well and I hope you have a beautiful day a lovely day and enjoy this Advent season God bless you and I'll wait to see you next week from the Catholic Journey God bless may God forever keep you